Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, everyone. It's Kareem, the voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not this future that is terrifying, but our present. The program is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and see you later. Rusty Quill presents Chapter and multiverse. to see you again. I do enjoy these little chats of ours. Oh, of course. I promised to tell you more about those vampire cowboys, didn't I? <laughs> well, after encountering a band of werewolves who need the blood of a vampire for their supposed lycanthropy cure, they decided to set off for the town of Chapter. Their mission? To find a despicable man by the name of Jedediah Fenton. Turn him into a vampire and hand him over to the werewolves. But of course, these carefully laid plans rarely go as one might expect. Hello and welcome to Chapter and Multiverse, the actual play podcast where we explore the same city across multiple parallel universes. I am your game master, Maddie Searle, pronoun she, her, and today we will be continuing our one-shot of Vampire Cowboys, a game uh, hacked by myself from Lasers and Feelings by John Harper, with some inspiration from Dead Channel by Grant Howitt thrown in. And before we go any further, I should introduce our wonderful and talented players, Starting off with Lori. Could you please tell me your name, your pronouns, and your character and their pronouns? Hello, I am Lorianne Davis, pronoun she, her, and I am playing Choo Choo Strongstart, also she, her. (laughs) Wonderful. I'm a train robber and I really want to drink blood, but I just can't face it. (laughs) (laughs) And Helen. Hi, I am Helen. My pronouns are she, he, and they. And my character is called Squishy Chewing. <laughs> and their pronouns are they, them. And they are a very old vampire who who does not have an American accent because I can't do American accents. Maybe, the, maybe they're older than America. I think that's, mm? yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm going with. That's what I'm absolutely going with. <laughs> nice. And Lydia. Hi, I'm Lydia. Pronouns they, she, and I am playing Gunbo Baggins, who is charming despite all evidence <laughs> and likes guns. And what are Gumbo's pronouns? Oh, uh, uh, he and him. Fabulous. And Ben. Uh, yeah, I'm Ben Meredith. Uh, pronouns he, him, uh, and I'm playing Cigar Lion. Wonderful. Which is a deep cut that none of us <laughs> notice. Pronouns also he, him. Fantastic. Okay, so as we begin this episode, 
you are riding into town, into the town of Chapter, this very new frontier town, uh, hoping to find the mansion of Jedediah Fenton, who you are planning to turn into a vampire and hand over to a pack of werewolves who need the blood of a vampire to cure their lycanthropy. Um, so as you are trotting forward on your very dressage horses... I, I think so. trotting forwards yeah. is putting it very strongly. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those things, you know, like a trolley in the supermarket that is always sliding off to one side. It's got like a jiggly wheel. Yeah, like our, all of our horses have that like slight. All of our horses have jiggly them, hooves. So you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they got, got like yeah. uh, they got to lean. They got to lean, and so you're just constantly turning them back. But it's it makes up for it. There's there's coloured sparks of of funny. Funny and mm. uncanny magic <laughs> Wonderful. And um, as you are leaning forward into the town, Miguel pipes up and says, "Oh, um, Clarabel, should we uh, should we tell them about the the Pinkertons?" And Clarabel kind of sighs and goes, "Oh, I, I guess so. It's probably useful for them to know." Uh, well, since we are in this partnership now, um, you should know that. The Pinkerton Detective Agency is after us uh, because uh, we are obviously ostracized from several communities and we the only way we can get food is to steal it. And uh, they caught us and they've uh, been tracking us down across the across the states. But uh, so for, for, for food. Yeah, they've... I, I assumed you'd done some kind of terrible <laughs> murder. Yeah, like, I mean, if you introduce yourselves to most communities with, hello, we were planning to kidnap one of you, we failed, now will you kill someone on our behalf? I can imagine that some ostromication <laughs> might happen. Like, that sounds a little more likely uh, than, oh, a loaf of bread from oh, wait, when you say child. stealing food, do you mean in the kind of werewolf way of dragging somebody yeah. into the forest and disemboweling yeah, them? Is that is that it? Well, we were stealing food and it was all going fine, but then uh, someone caught us and uh, one of us, and she kind of looks over at Kirsty with a <laughs> deadly glare, one of us got very angry and turned into a werewolf and uh, started hurting people. So uh, that's how the Pinkertons uh, got us. We were trying to be ethical, but it didn't work out, as is a theme for us, apparently. What part of sneaking into our camp and asking us and kidnapping one of us was ethical? Uh, I guess because we're vampires and monsters oh, and I we see. don't count. Oh, I see. Oh, we yeah. don't count. Oh, no, I, I, I absolutely get it. Now, you are unfairly ostracized. We are monsters and therefore may be killed with impunity. <laughs> I, I see how this I goes. I think you have a lot of hatred for yourselves in your heart and you've decided to take it out on other supernatural kind of beings. Yeah, I, th- I think there's something more complex going on here than you may admit to. Well, uh, we, we agree agreed to uh, a pact to turn a vampire and drain and not to have some kind of debate about all these kind of complex moralistic things so I think we should stick to our own lanes now. Hey now I wasn't debating I was just talking but all I'm saying is that the only ostracization you're experiencing I think is from yourselves. <laughs> well I will take that again. And also from some of I the mean, people that you may have murdered. <laughs> and from the Pinkerton Detective Agency and admittedly from this group now that you're opening Gambit was to try and kill us but yeah, yeah. but mainly I, from yourselves. I would consider you ostracized but yeah it may, it may start somewhere deep in yeah. your heart as i said all right and then it continues through you hurting other people and and occasionally threatening to kidnap them and, and disemboweling them and then and then it's a legal matter of being a you problem <laughs> very well put squishy. very well put squishy succinct as always <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Dirty old man, oh, Squishy. No. Oh no, Squishy yeah, has a lot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I like to think that it has a very special spelling. Like in Final Fantasy games, they always have a very particular spelling for each character that has a special <laughs> laugh. So <laughs> I like to think Squishy's laugh is very is particularly spelled. All right. Uh, yes, uh, you managed to get into the town without any further incident. And what kind of time is it? Just uh, hmm. like, do we have a long before the end of night? I think it's about eleven p.m. It's not 
Yeah, you've, it's okay. relatively early. We were up early in the morning. Yeah, you were you were mm. bright and early. Um, we were part of the, it was the, a breakfast party. We're rising party. grind train robbers, right? Yeah, We've got yeah. a hustle yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's also it's also winter, I'll say. So um, you've had yeah. plenty of plenty of night time to get your yeah. business oh, done. Okay, for, we've had a good like six for hours. Cowboys, do you think they call it hustle and rustle? Ooh, ooh, love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they do now. <laughs> Joke so clever. That's it's some, not that's funny. some merch there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes. Yeah, so you are um, as you come onto the main street of the town of Chapter, you can see that there is a saloon that is bustling with clientele. There is a sheriff's office uh, that has one little candle burning in the in the window, and you you cannot see where the the mansion is currently. Uh, and so, yeah, what do you want to do? How good do they smell? <laughs> I think the clientele of the of the saloon smell pretty tasty. I think they're absolutely mm. oozing with whiskey and all kinds of spirits. Mm, they've yeah, been they're amazing oh. cocktails. Yeah. So Choo Choo is now thinking <laughs> their blood is like full of alcohol. It might not taste Ooh. like blood. Mm. So that's so Choo Choo seems like quite an opportunity to chow down, as it were. Um, so Choo Choo is going to suggest, hey, I um, I think maybe we should, you know, no one knows where this mansion is, right? Maybe we should just go into this tavern and, um, you know, ask some people, maybe some stragglers. You, sitting alone. you want a drink? But I mean like a what? capital D kind of, you know, you want a drink. You want a, a drink. You want a, you want a drink. Wink. You want a wink drink. I do. I'm so hungry. All I want. <laughs> I just need a wink drink. Please. Will someone help okay, me. Okay, this is starting to sound like something else. I'm not really comfortable with this anymore. <laughs> No. Come along, young whippersnapper. It's it's all right, cigar. They just mean that they want to kill. Me. Oh, okay, fine. It's nothing strange. It was weird. It sounded fine when you said it, but then when Choo Choo got on it, I was like, hang on a minute. This the difference is in the charm. It was the desperation, wasn't it? I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Actually. Yeah. It gave a different tenor to it. <laughs> well, yeah, I could go for a spot of old murder. And I'll turn to the werewolves and go, sorry about your ethics. <laughs> Um, Andrew, the the gentleman with the little glasses, pipes up and says, "Well, it uh, it would be um, prudent to uh, get a lay of the land and find out uh, some more information about the the gentleman that we are robbing. So uh, why don't we um, do some schmoozing around the saloon Schmoo. and find out if there's any details that might help us in our little heist we got going on? Right, does this uh, does this saloon have a beer garden? <laughs> got more of a whiskey yard? <laughs> Maybe with a dark corner? <laughs> yeah." Oh no! <laughs> oh, I think um, <laughs> it's got a gin patio. Ooh, a fancy place, eh? Yeah, but there might be like a little balcony up on the on the first floor or the second floor since we're in America. Uh, mm. It's a uh, it's a Scotch bonnet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Scotch terrace. Trying to remember what the word is. Thing. All right, so do you enter into the saloon? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to sneak around the back and I'm going to sort of take Choo Choo with... Actually, here's a question for Choo Choo. Have you been hunting before? Or, like, what's your track record like? Mm, I think... Okay, I'm very new. I'm, I'm going to go for a few months old. I've been hunting a few times, but I just collapse <laughs> every time I get someone. Presumably I'm very strong and fast, so it's quite easy. But it just... I see the blood, I smell the blood, <laughs> boom, gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <sweet>. hungry. <laughs> I was to go and Choo Choo going to go around the I back. I was going to suggest, yes, maybe. You, you, need, yeah. you need a buddy so that it doesn't go south. Mm, definitely. Let's see. Why don't you make me a couple of vampire rolls to see if you can be stealthy and one with the night and sneak around the back? Mm. Okay. Um... I think one of the ways that I'm going to try and get close to somebody in order to do this uh, in a subtle way is to start talking to them about scripture and kind of 
obviously presenting myself as, you know, I'm a preacher, I'm a man of God. That, there's no possibility that I could be some kind of supernatural monstrosity. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I just rolled a five, so presumably I'm behind you in my silhouette, hands <laughs> up, teeth out, terrified. <laughs> Yet again, like, oh. I rolled a three and a six. The three is bang on. Ooh. Wonderful. Would you like to ask me anything? I must answer truthfully. I would. How can I help Choo Choo to drink without fainting? Mm, That is a very good question. I am going to say... I'm really struggling to think of something. I I was going to ask if maybe Cigar... That's your name, right? (laughs) I keep like going to say and just having no confidence. Um, yeah, it's a completely normal, it's a normal name. name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Such yeah. a normal name. It was so normal. I just couldn't remember it. Um, maybe you could like start me off with like a, a, a blood squash. <laughs> like if you could mix it with something. Oh, for sorry. Me. I thought you meant just like squash and really hard so it smokes everywhere. But... Just open my mouth and hope it goes in. Yeah, I could give you some kind of blood shandy. Mix it with whiskey. Blood shandy! That's what a shandy is, right? That's definitely water and whiskey. That's what you call a shandy. Shut up. Yeah, I will say, absolutely. Um, If you mix the blood with some other liquid, then that will ease the way for poor Choo Choo to start Mm. getting used to blood. A strong smelling liquid that will mask the smell Mm. of the blood. Cool. I'm going to be hammered, but... Yeah, I'll say with your your, your vampire cowboy success, um, despite poor Choo Choo's absolute terror and lack of stealthiness, you managed to corral a suitable victim and mix the blood with some alcohol and feed it to Choo Choo uh, to see if that will so work. Presumably, cigars had to like, sorry, this is not drawing a veil, so we can cut this, but has had to suck it out and spit oh. it into it. Yeah, like a like a like a mama bird. Like a mama bird. Are you my sire? Can't you set up something elaborate with straws? Like a scooby doo. Can we just scooby doo it with a pond or? Yeah, you know when you suck on the end of a, you put the pipe in the in the fuel thing and then you suck on it and then, but you don't need to drink the fuel. It just starts a vacuum and then the fuel comes out and you pour it into the thing. You could do that, but with this person's yeah, siphon off. All of the mm. siphon off mm. some blood into some hoops. cigar. If you're okay with this, Ben, I would like you to be my sire, and I think that's why you're here. Yeah, sure, you're fine. It works. Me. I'm like, thanks, and I'm like, thanks, Dad. Good God, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Siring decisions are forever. <laughs> Vampires for yeah. forever, not just for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, how is Chuchu feeling after having successfully ingested some blood? Oh. So, so much better, so much stronger. Okay, right, now I'm thinking clearly. Now I've got my my train wrecking. No, what am I? Train robbing, robbing <laughs> mind on. I mean, this Jedediah, right? Jedediah, that's the name. Okay, whoa, you got... Okay, fine, all right. <laughs> I'm very just intense a good now. drink. Yeah, you're very intense. Um, yeah. Well, the others are Jedediah. up, uh, assumedly, inside the saloon getting some information. So if we yeah. kind of go back, see how they're doing and see if we yeah. know where the mansion is. Could you... Could you look somewhere else? I mean, this is oh, getting quite... Sorry. Yeah. Or maybe blink. Sorry. Just remember to blink. <laughs> when you go okay. in the saloon, you got to remember to blink. I know we don't okay. need to, but people get really freaked out if we don't. Okay. Like, like how, how how frequently? Like, once every... I mean... One, two, three, four. Blink. Okay. Yes. Two, That's three, a lot. That is... You're just going to have to not... Try not to count or count inside your head. And try not to make it so deliberate. Okay. It looks like somebody's blowing in your eyes every five seconds, which is not normal. Incredible. All right. Yes, you make your way back into the saloon. And what are Squishy and Gunbo doing in the saloon while this has been going on? Uh... Gunbo is charming people <laughs> giving information. I've Duh. just realised that basically because Gumbo has a vampireness of five, and all the charming things tend to be cowboy, well, unless, uh, he will always take... fail. This might be a fail. Hypnotising. Yeah. Hey, you. It's a vampire thing. They love it. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. It depends okay. whether. Yeah, it depends whether you're going for being genuine and charming and have a, a sparkly personality, or whether you're going for manipulative and sort of I don't really care about you but I just <laughs> yeah no I, I think 
Gunbo thinks that he's the bee's knees and like he is at best the the wasp's ankles. You know? <laughs> like, it's not it's not name for a pub. It's not great. And so just hey you and it's just people shuffle away. Is got a very what we do in the shadows level of charm. You know? Nice. It's yeah. just not Got it's it. not working, <laughs> except sometimes he magics them and it does work. So he's like, hey, you, tell me where the mansion is. Wow. <laughs> you just want to tell me naturally, don't you? Because I'm so cool. And sometimes it works because he's magic, but it doesn't mean to be. Yeah. yeah. If you're asking about the mansion, please give me a 2d6 vampire roll to see if... So many d6, folks. I'll help out as well. I will also Ooh. be asking about the mansion, uh, but Squishy nice. is doing it by finding the nearest little group of. You know how, like in any local pub, there's like three or four old guys all sitting yeah. together talking about. So um, immediately beelines towards them and starts griping about the old days. Um. <laughs> yeah, but unbeknownst uh, to them, he's from about much older days. Yeah. Much, much older. Yeah. And yet the complaints are very similar. <laughs> um. People these days don't know how to read, and if they, but if they do learn how to read, that will make them forget the ways of learning the <laughs> old off the by heart, things. don't you think? <laughs> they don't believe in the gods of the old folk. They don't. I can't remember what they what they made Socrates drink the hemlock. But there's a specific set of words, isn't there, that like Plato has. It's like, oh, the young don't respect the old, and they don't worship the right gods, and also the smell strange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I rolled a three and a five. Do oh, I also right. roll two yeah. d six? Yes. Yeah, I'll say because uh, because you're ancient and you're going for the ancient people, then that gives you <laughs> preparedness in this. Ancient people, the lesser known song by Pulp. <laughs> I want to be like <laughs> ancient people. people. <laughs> I want to gripe like ancient people do. I want to grump like ancient people. The video is just him going around a supermarket with his grand. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, sorry, I want um... a stick and I always do need the loo. Yes. Buddy, yeah. <laughs> um, am I rolling vampire or cowboy? Vampire. So you are wanting to roll under your number. Good. I rolled a one and a three. Fabulous. Um, what did you get, Lid? Sorry? Uh, three and a five. And so if I'm rolling vampire, one is a crit and one's a success. Incredible. So please feel free to ask me a question. Oh, uh, the question is, where is the mansion? Yes, I was, I was thinking <laughs> it might be that. Um, yeah, you absolutely um, managed to find the most talkative person in the saloon who is very happy to just jabber on about whatever they want and uh, you get them onto the subject of Jedediah Fenton and they're like oh yeah he's a terrible man he's awful he's been working everyone to the bone really that's that's irrelevant to us I think that's that's uh, that's something that, uh, that just tell me where he lives <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, yeah, of course I can do that. He lives uh, about a, uh, just on the outskirts of town, on the west, uh, directly west from here, and uh, next to the next to the cattle ranch. So um, from the directions, you can very clearly work out how to get there. And uh, yeah, you also see um, behind the bar is this very well dressed gentleman in a oh. waistcoat. And um, as you hear him responding to customers and giving them drinks, you can tell that he has a very English accent, which is unusual in this part of the world. He's probably what got one of those names like Phil. <laughs> or Josh. Dave. Oh, so exotic. <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of looks over at you and says, I, I wonder what you might be wanting Jedediah Fenton's address for. Oh, I just always like to seek out the most interesting folk in town. It's useful when you're in a new place to get the lay of the land. And I have to say, you yourself look pretty interesting, sir. How long have you lived here? Oh, I'm a relatively recent transplant, you might say, to this place. Uh, I travel around mm. quite a lot, but... So, and yet you found yourself a job here. Yes, uh, uh, the owner of this fine saloon was looking for a quick replacement at short notice, and I offered my services. So I have so uh, How convenient. I have experience at uh, the finest bars, pubs, and, of course, saloons across the world oh across the world oh my 
Aren't you someone that could just sweep a sweet lad off his feet? Well, perhaps. <laughs> oh, perhaps. Where is the most beautiful pub that you've ever been? I have to say that there was a, a charming place in Witherington on Sea. Oh, it sounds so exotic. <laughs> it was. It was precisely so. So fancy. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Stevenage. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, um, how is Squishy getting on with the ancient folks? <laughs> well, you tell me. I feel like they're getting on really well. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, I would like them to be getting on well so that they can get the... Um, the information they want, though they would probably ask a different question. Yeah. Instead of where is the mansion, they might ask. Uh, they might just ask like what the what the building is like to see if there's like any like back passages and stuff like that. And so they'll be asking about the history of the place and be like, oh, did new residents ruin it? And um, did they add? Did they, did they mess up the? <laughs> The East Wing and stuff like that. Yeah, the older folks are very willing to trash talk this very nouveau riche mansion. And they're like, oh, yeah, you only built it like six months ago. And it's just a monstrosity on the landscape. This whole town is uh, only two years old, but six months, that's just thats just too young for my liking. It's, uh, and uh, damn, he's so fancy. He's got like a servant's entrance around the back that uh, any folks who aren't deemed fancy enough have to go through. And uh, yeah, it's got several stories. It's got like three floors, and there's a balcony on the top floor where uh, where the bedroom is. And uh, yeah, it's 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 just a monstrosity on the landscape. <laughs> I'd like to say that Choo Choo has like entered and is sitting next to you, next to you to listen to this as well because he's very invested in the plan, blinking very <laughs> deliberately. And smiling at Cigar every time they remember. Like, <laughs> Squishy yeah. does not notice. Yeah. Squishy is just like... Let's go around the back, yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Squishy is just like, ah, yes. This is my uh, whippersnapper of a friend. And uh, we'll then like communicate stuff Two, about the mansion. Three. Four. Wonderful. <laughs> just at the bar being like, inside your head, choo-choo. Inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got really good hearing as oh, well? Yeah, so I hear you whisper that. Oh, God damn it. Sorry. And, and on that note, I believe it is time for us to take a short break. We will be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, this is Kareem Cronfley, the Eternal Tavern Keeper from Chapter and Multiverse. If you haven't heard yet, Rusty Quill has a brand new original audio drama, Trice Forgotten. Trice Forgotten is a swashbuckling found family adventure created by Nemo Martin. Alestes likes to keep her head down while she works as a merchant, couriering deliveries and carrying travellers to destinations across the seas. Only as her travellers gradually become permanent crewmates, she realises her ship has become a floating museum, laboratory, vault of repatriated treasures and a chef's kitchen. After spending most of her life with the understanding that nothing changes, no matter how hard you fight, Alestes is faced with a choice. Will she use her new network of allies to build safe harbour and potentially a future for her new community? Or will she once again put her head down and drown in her sea of excuses? Trice Forgotten is the latest audio drama from Rusty Quill, creators of multiple award-winning podcasts, including the Magnus Archives and Chapter and Multiverse. Search for Trice Forgotten, T-R-I-C-E, Forgotten, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. And we're back. Okay, you have gathered some information at the saloon. 
from a talkative person and from some elderly gents. Uh, what is your next move? Well, I'm just going to stay here. This is rather comfortable. Tell me more about your <laughs> life. I mean, it sounds so adventurous. Just traveling around, serving drinks. Well, uh, meeting people. I'm afraid that if I told you all the things that I've seen, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, you'd be surprised what I'd believe. I'm extremely gullible. <laughs> <laughs> what a pickup Well, that's line. good to know. But uh, I see that your your friends are gathering over there, so you may want to return to them post haste. Choo Choo's looking at you quite intensely, blinking mm. very regularly in Morse code. <laughs> oh, well, I, I hope that I see you later. Well, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Oh, right. I am. Um, uh, is it hot in here or is it just me? I better uh, sayonara later. Very well. <laughs> I'm not sure how to respond to that, but uh, I wish you a good evening. That guy's a thousand percent a Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely a Frankenstein. No, that's yeah, a Pinkerton. Just, just, just a whole Frankenstein. Oh, a Pinkerton. Oh, okay. I was just thinking. Hmm, okay, Pinkenstein. The Pinkenstein. Uh, that the was detective, it. The supernatural detective agency. I thought there was. Yeah, there was definitely a detective agency, right? Like, yeah. it's like a thousand percent. I know that. But Gunbo, Gunbo only knows. <laughs> he speaks cat. Mm. He does. It's one of his vampire powers. Ah. Nice. Unfortunately, okay. he's allergic. Oh no. <laughs> to himself. So all he can do is he say, "Please stay cat. away." <laughs> uh, so do we regroup? Yes, absolutely. As you gather up, uh, what would you like to discuss? Juju's quite enthused now. Because Jedediah is our train, and we are gonna rob, rob that train. Well, okay. Uh, fortunately, I, I know where the mansion is now. Uh, yeah, and, and also, uh, Choo Choo, we are gonna turn that train into a vampire and let they let some werewolves drain <laughs> that train of all of its blood. So, I'm not sure how well your metaphor. I, I'm, I like the enthusiasm. <laughs> okay. Well, hang on. Wouldn't that make him my? My brother. <laughs> Technically well, your son, but let's not quibble over details. Well, hang on. There is an entrance at the back. I think maybe we don't have Choo Choo turning Jedediah, because that might cause, from the look <laughs> on <laughs> her face, that might cause Gone some kind a little of strife. Green. Fine, I'll do it like I do all the difficult things around I here. don't know, I do quite a lot of difficult things. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> Okay. I'm building that shed. I built that shed. It was difficult, but it was. I felt a great sense of achievement after doing it. That's a that's a fine shed. You built the horse paddock as well. I think the placement might have been a little (laughs) bit off. I have regrets now, but (laughs) yeah. Well, we can see every uh, eventuality. So, so you did a good job. Don't know what you thought I was saying. Filthy man. What? No, I could have said I could have said seen to horse paddock, and then that would have implied oh. two things. But no, I mean you literally did, built I the did. horse paddock. And also, I've seen how you looked at horse. Paddocks. Are we going to get this gold or not, young scallywags? Okay, okay, we're going. You, um, you head outside of the sun. Ellen, content warnings for innuendo? Question mark? Yeah, it's true. They're just at this point, it's just innuendo. I think it's not even going to be. It's going to be innuendo throughout. <laughs> As we leave, Squishy Chewing says, As the cowboys say, Yo-ho! <laughs> <laughs> and the saloon keeper from the back of behind the bar goes, Indeed they do, my dear. Indeed they do. Cowboys are millions of pirates of the land. <laughs> For sure, indeed. Wow. Really makes you think. Mm-hmm. It does. And you head outside of the saloon and see that the werewolves are standing very awkwardly just outside. And see, no wonder you end up ostracized. You're ostracizing yourself. Just you could have just gone in for a nice good win. No one was ostracizing you. You just didn't turn up. You're just a person. You don't even have the ever-present predator's hunger that we have to deal with. You could just go in and have a nice time. So ever-present. <laughs> Blink. 
Well, uh, yeah, I, I would like to refrain from the constant needling at our our statuses, werewolves, and yeah, all right, that's fine. And uh, Kirsty is just clutching the shoulder wound from the silver knife from earlier, and it's just like, I, I, I'm trying so hard not to transform right now. I'm trying so hard. Oh yeah. Right, just come on, try it. Let's go another round. Let's see how <laughs> that works Miguel out for Miguel just you. kind of gently pats Kirsty on the shoulder and says, "No, not the time, not the time." And um, <laughs> yeah, turn into a big wolf in the middle of town. That'll be an amazing <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, so you make your way following the directions that you found in the saloon towards the mansion, and it is indeed, as the elderly gentleman said. Um, nouveau riche monstrosity it has all sorts of weird columns and nouveau gothic i love it strange flourishes and architectural styles that really don't go together it's just oh gargoyles yeah Yeah. man this place is really edgar allan no (laughs) 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 thank you i was proud of that when i thought of that one i was like This house is designed like gumbo dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anything fancy, you just slap it on and hope for the best. Is it fancy? Is it spoopy? I'll have it. And as you know, there is a servant's entrance around the back, and there is a balcony up on the, the top floor, which leads into the bedroom. Can at least one of us do a big vampire leap up to the balcony? <laughs> yes! Yeah! You do that one where it's weird and they look well, up because they are literally, but the way that vampires jump when it's just like, oh, they're on wires. I would like to crawl up the wall to the balcony. <gasps> that would be very cool. Yeah. I think Squishy should jump because I think <laughs> like that's Like Yoda, funny. where you're Little like old and old man, oh. <laughs> and then you're just like, boy. Yes, off. exactly. Incredible. <laughs> All right, whoever is uh, making some kind of acrobatic feat, please roll me a vampire check. So we need to be under the number, yeah? Yeah, that, yeah, that, includes, that includes choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> Scaling the wall. <gasps> oh, I rolled a oh, six. No. I failed. <laughs> so did I. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the youngest and the oldest. I think what happens there is that choo-choo is very bravely trying to climb up the wall not doing a great job of it and then squishy makes a massive leap and misses the balcony and just lands directly on choo choo's head (laughs) and both of them crash (laughs) down onto the ground and i think with that spectacular of a failure you make a significant noise and Mm. a servant girl just opens the door and peeks out to see there's so many people in the front front yard of this mansion. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what, what the heckins are you doing here? Uh, the, the, the master will not be pleased to see people trespassing. I, I try and hypnotize, hypnotize the, yeah. the child. Shh, but magic. <laughs> All right, give me a vampire roll, please. And I will say you can do 2d6 for her. Oh, okay, um, cool. Nice. Because nice, you're nice, charming nice. the person. Oh, I am, yes. Uh, three and a two, both of which are under my vampire. Fantastic. Okay. She's double hypnotized. Sorry, one quick thing. Is this person a literal child? Uh, no, she's probably about 19. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, she kind of sways on the spot for a second and okay. goes... Okay. Is she uh, hypnotized enough to do what I say? Um, yeah, I think so. Hey, uh, how about you go around and open the servant's entrance for us? Uh, all right, sure, I can, I can do that. And Mm. she sort of very slowly ambles behind the building and leads you towards the servant entrance, takes out a chunky key, unlocks it, and the way is open to you. Right, and how about you have a nice nap? Oh, and wherever it is, you usually have naps. Oh, I'm I'm not allowed to nap. But oh, okay. if I were to have well, a, you should definitely have a nap. If I were to have a nap, I would have it in the dog's bed. Oh well, uh, if that sounds, it could <laughs> oh. be adorable or sad. Uh, is it because you really like the dog? Are you friends? We're not allowed proper beds, oh. so I have to share with the dog. Oh, good lord. Uh, if, I mean, uh, uh, how about? Have you ever thought of joining a gang? Uh, I thought you were going to say union. <laughs> it's probably better. I mean, gangs can be more effective. I hadn't, I hadn't considered it 
My mama said the gangs were trouble. Well, I mean, but is it not trouble to not have a bed to sleep in? That sounds that sounds like trouble to me, just like structural trouble. You know, really, no, that is you the, got trouble. That's the sort of thing that you should cause trouble about. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I could join the gang. <laughs> okay, so are we turning her into a vampire? No! Werewolf? She's a friend, my little friend. I'm gonna look after her and build her a nice bed. I mean, okay, whatever floats Aww. your boat. Well, I also like to build boats. I've decided that's part of my character now. Can't just uh, be guns and charm. I've, I've also got hobbies. Well, you've always said you were very skilled with wood, so. <laughs> Very yeah, well, that's the point of a double entendre. It's supposed to have two meanings. Boats and beds, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gunboat. Yeah? Do we not need her to invite us in? Oh, yeah. Girl, could you invite us in? Oh, yeah, sure, please. All of you, come in. Lovely. Great job. And, yeah, you all enter into the mansion. It is the, the servants' quarters, which are considerably less fancy than the exterior. Um, it seems that as little money as possible has been spent in outfitting uh, this part of the house. Uh, there's a room that just has several dogs' beds in it. You <laughs> go past the kitchen, which uh, at least has enough equipment to produce the fanciest of meals, but in conditions that are not necessarily ideal for the workers inside. And uh, Sorry, while we go through the kitchen, I would like to pick up a big knife mm. because I've only established I have a gun, which is very mm. loud. Yes, you can absolutely have a, a nice hefty kitchen knife. And so you make your way further through the servants' quarters and come upon a pair of footmen who are just suddenly very confused to see a horde of people entering the mansion being led by this uh, servant woman. We are Blink. inspectors uh, <laughs> for working conditions. And we have heard that you have some doozies of complaints. Uh, would you like to tell us? so that we could note them down. <laughs> could you please um, either do me uh, a cowboy roll or vampire roll, depending on how you're, uh, how you're going about it to try and persuade these people and add an extra die for charming. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, a three and a one. There you go. Fabulous. Okay, so James and Edward, they look Weird to names. each other and say, Weird names. Mm, actually, yep. You know, I'm very glad that you've come because we've been having a terrible time and there's no one we can complain to because the, the master just doesn't listen to anything we say and threatens to fire us if we so much as, as say a peep. So, yeah, this is really great news. Thank you so much for coming. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Constance, for uh, for bringing in these fine folks. This is this is a wonderful day for us here. I, I do want to know why you are coming in at, like, half eleven at night. Surprise inspection. <laughs> and a follow-up question. Have you ever considered joining a gang? <laughs> or a workers' union? <laughs> well, uh... Blink. Yeah, there... <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk to people. <laughs> well, Edward, I, I've never... Um, have you ever considered joining a gang or a union? Um, uh, no, James, no, I haven't. Uh, this is quite a... Quite a proposition um there you do say that there is safety in numbers do you not yeah well say constance why don't you talk to these nice gentlemen about the new gang prospects while we go and have a nice conversation to mr jedediah talk to him about these uh, working conditions that we are inspecting oh of course i'm sure that i can uh, do a fine job of explaining our own working conditions to my colleagues who i work with no, I was talking about the gang thing, not the... Oh, the gang thing. All right. Or I... just a, a union. That's what you were calling it, Squishy, right? It's, it's like a gang but of workers? Yes, a workers' union. Wait, I, I thought they would join us. Yeah, but us. I mean, they can we... join us, but there's now quite yeah, a lot of them. But are we a union? So quite a... Well, we could be a union. I don't know what a union is. I, I, think, I think it's ethical. So, so some kind of werewolf stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, it is not a werewolf thing. A oh. union is where lots of people come together to beat up their boss. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh well, why don't you join the union and come with <laughs> <Yeah>. us? 
<laughs> All right, so Constance takes James and Edward off to the side to um, discuss with them the benefits of unions. She doesn't really know much about unions, so she's just kind of making it up on the spot. Yeah, I mean, hey, nor do we, honestly. <laughs> and so you you have free reign to go into the main part of the house. I, I'd rather go up the back servant's entrance into the master bedroom. No bumping into anyone. It's a very good point. Mm. Yes, with this house, is there like a a warren of corridors for unseen mm. helpers versus the mm. nice bits of yeah, the house? Yeah, I or... will say that there is a there is a back staircase uh, that you can go up, and as you make your way, I would like everyone to make a vampire roll to see if you can be stealthy about it. Uh, at this point, I would like to claim prepared, given that we have actually snuck our way in and are in here, sort of with permission. Of the individuals who use yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Go for it, yeah. Everyone can roll 2d6. All right, then. I rolled a three and a four. I also got a three and a four. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I got a five and a four. So I did roll over Cowboy. It's Vampire, so you're rolling under your number. Oh, no! I failed! <laughs> oh, no! So did I. I didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I did great. I got a crit. <laughs> oh, well, you can ask me something if you like. Is it? Is it why do my friends suck so bad? <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're vampires. Hey! Um, hey! Lovely. Uh, I suppose it's is Jebediah in bed? Yes, he is in bed. Right, he's useful. We can sneak up. Cool, 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 cool. Well, unless you've woken him up with your non-sneakiness, clarin' about. <laughs> so, as you make your way up the servant staircase, you make your way onto the top floor. But as you open the door to the top floor. I will say that both Choo Choo and Cigar at once knock over different vases simultaneously. Uh, and so there is an almighty clatter and crash as these beautiful vases are, or vases, since we're in America, <laughs> are destroyed. Oh no, vases. Gosh damn vases. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, you sound so French. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear uh, this, a scream of a woman coming from one of the rooms and she rushes out. It is a very fancy looking lady with a big bustly dress uh, who has clearly been up Ooh. late writing because she's got ink stains on her hands. And she mm. cries out, what on earth are you doing in my house? My husband Jedediah will hear about this. Oh dear. Mm. Uh, art appreciation? <laughs> well, are you appreciating art by destroying it? That's a newfangled way. <laughs> Don't you know what they're doing out in the fanciest bits of... Uh, Paris? I, I don't care what's happening in Paris. I only care what's happening in my own front yard. And clearly there are all sorts of strangers mucking about. Gunbo looks panicked at the others. Uh, but Choo Choo's just focusing on blinking because we're in front of a human now. Mm. Like, Hey, Choo Choo. Uh, yes. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think I'm ready? Yep. <laughs> okay. Choo Choo's going to just obey, obviously. And launch at this woman's neck. <laughs> All right, give me a vampire roll, please. Oh no! I would oh like God. I would like to claim helping Choo Choo. Sweet, um, yeah. Her sire. Are you are you coaching me through it? Yeah. Yes. You can absolutely. Yeah, you can absolutely add uh, a die to Choo Choo's roll by helping. <gasps> I got a six first, but then I got a one. <gasps> Yay! Nice. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna kill my first person. <laughs> All right. Please describe to me how you murder this innocent woman. <laughs> oh no! Well, she's no, she's so, she's rich. Choo-choo. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna yeah, eat fine. the she's rich. A billionaire, Isn't yeah? this what we've all been talking about? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it right to live your values? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So taking courage and self belief from her sire cigar. <laughs> Very normal name. Choo choo. Starts right. Is that was that her surname? Start, start has a strong start. Uh, launches herself teeth first uh, at the jugular of this woman. There's a moment where the smell hits her, and she she might she feels like she might go, but she just focuses on how proud she's going to make cigar if she does this. And um, they grow up so fast. Yeah, I'm trying to make it not rude. It just sucks the life out of her. Wonderful. Yeah, the the wonderful life-giving blood 
flows into your mouth and gives you sustenance like that you have never experienced before. And as this, oh my gosh, Chucha does like a, a victory lap, like up around the ceiling <laughs> and back down. Like, I feel so good. It was pure. It wasn't diluted. It was all. I did it. <laughs> quite loud <laughs> like a puppy running around on yeah. the scene <laughs> and so um at this point you hear a kind of grumbling sound coming from behind a door and very slowly um some hefty footsteps start to make their way towards you and the door opens and you see this absolutely hulking muscular man but with the most but with the most pathetic little face with terrible sideburns that you've ever seen and at this point we're going to end the episode there (laughs) so thank you so much for listening to chapter multiverse and our vampire cowboys game Uh, i would like to ask each of our players where we can find them on the internet and if they have anything to plug starting with lori I am on Twitter at Lori Tweets, and I guess I should also plug our other uh, Rusty Quill show, which is Enthusiasm, which is just <laughs> Helen talking to a variety of lovely guests about wonderful, exciting topics. Fantastic. And Helen? Uh, you can indeed find me on Twitter at Electo101, that is A-L-E-C-T-O-101. And yes, listen to Enthusiasm. It's great. Brilliant. And Lydia? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Lid Nicholas, and on Twitch, you can find my chickens, Urban Chooks. Bab and Ben. Uh, I stream every Sunday with my brother on twitch.tv forward slash the Brothers Meredith. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time on Chapter and Multiverse. But until then, from all of us here in the space between worlds, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, listeners. This is Kareem, letting you know about the latest Rusty Quill original podcast on Neon Inkwell, The Pit Below Paradise. The Pit Below Paradise is a US coming-of-age tale set years in the future in the ruins of a burnt world. Small communities struggle in the ashes, and in Paradise Village, Dorian is set to sacrifice himself for the hope of a better tomorrow. At least, that's what he thought. But when the date of prophecy is pulled into question, Dorian's whole world is turned on its side. Forced to attend college to keep up appearances, Dorian meets Will, a former gravedigger with no reason to suspect his vibrant new roommate might soon be facing death, and Ruth, a returned runaway trying to make peace with the past. As Dory only just starts to learn about herself, she's forced to choose whether she still believes everything she was told growing up, or whether she wants to place her trust in a wider, more daunting world that she's only just come to know. The Pit Below Paradise is available now on Neon Inkwell, our ongoing home for full cast fiction podcasts written by creators from all around the world. Just search Neon Inkwell wherever you get your podcasts. Chapter and Multiverse is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Maddie Searle and produced by Natasha Johnston with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. The Eternal Tavern Keeper was played by Kareem Cronfling. This episode was edited by Elizabeth Moffat, Maddie Sill, and Kathy Rinella, with music by Nicova Teze. Thank you for listening. <laughs>